RadioInfluence.com. Oh my gosh, you guys are in for the biggest treat. She has been one of my favorite people for as long as I can imagine. She has met the Jonas Brothers. She's really good friends with Sean Mendez. She now basically has a crush on every country guy from Luke Bryan to, well, I don't know, all of them. She goes by, by the way, this is America's best friend, Jen Frederick, Jen Fred. Nicole, how are you? Yay! I mean, what a fun Monday treat. And, you know, this, it's my birthday week. My birthday's, what? yeah. So when you text me, I was like, oh my God, not, to, not only do I get to talk to you, but now I have this like birthday treat. And so you are like kicking off birthday week. Okay, now listen, um, I love you. You're a Leo, clearly. I'm a Leo. It's Leo yeah, season. You're, but you're August, aren't you? I, I just want to say, I hope you, you know, I own August. That's what I was, well, did you see the meme? And it's like July Leos and it's like, and then it's like August Leos. And it's like, yeah. And I'm like, that's so true. Cause I'm a, I'm a little more subdued and I'm not as like, I'm sassy, but like August Leos are like really sassy. Yeah. It's like Madonna versus Barack Obama. Yes, yes. You're, like, you're Barack Obama, I'm Madonna. And J-Lo is also a July. So it's like Madonna, J-Lo. Do you know what I mean? Like oh. J-Lo doesn't drink, only shows like a little skin, but like August Leo's, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, what you see is what you get. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. I mean, it's weird. Do you know what I mean? Especially for the summer where this time, like, and, and you mentioned I'm on, I do afternoons on 92.5 XTU. So I'm, I'm on the country radio station. This was supposed to be the biggest summer ever for concerts. Every major artist was coming to Philadelphia. Kenny Chesney, Luke Bryan, Tim McGraw, Luke Combs. I mean like everybody and everything's been canceled. So it's been weird because, you know, you and I work in entertainment, like, you know how crazy the summer gets and it's been strange. I mean, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I've been able to be on the air in the studio this whole time. So even in like the height of the pandemic, I was still going into the studio and I was able to, you know, nurses were calling me on the way to and from the hospital. And I was able to yeah. really interact with people from the Delaware Valley, which was amazing to me. Um, and I will say that like the engineers at the radio station did an amazing job in regards to like making sure we had sanitizers and sprays and like all that kind of stuff. But it is strange. I mean, like I've seen my parents a couple of times, but like I haven't hugged them. You know what I mean? Like mm. I'm a Leo, I'm a hugger. Like I love to like, so that's weird. I mean, I, I am fortunate that my best friend lives in my building. So you obviously know Joe. And uh, I, that pisses me off. Cause I feel like you guys got a pass on that. <laughs> that you got, you and Joe got a pass. All right. So wait, before we get into all the work schmirk stuff, okay. people love, if you don't know Nicole, she, in a previous life, she was known as Nick the web chick. Correct. And the thing is, if there's any gossip about any Kardashian, Hadid, any of those people, I, I mean, even like, you know, uh, Charlie D'Amelio, like the TikTok generation. Yes. I would always check in with you. Like, how are you doing without that? Because oh, we don't I'm, know what the hell these people are doing. So, I mean, I'm still pretty, I mean, the new thing is obviously Taylor Swift put out her brand new album on Friday. And yep. so that's consumed my whole weekend. Who are the songs about? Who's she writing about? Is it really Joe Alwyn or is it ex-boyfriends? Is, is it friend breakups? Like, what's the scoop? And then obviously, so 
I'm still very much involved in the gossip world. Um, I, I look at it like this, like now I just like have all the country artist drama on top of it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so, you added a genre of drama. Yes. Yes. So like, yeah. So like for instance, Carly Pierce and Michael Ray, who if you're a country music fan, you'll know that, but they're, they were like the new Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, like young, super hot couple, super in love, got married in October, already getting divorced. So like, what? That, like, yes. So that was like really scandalous. So I will talk about the Kim and Kanye drama and figure out who Taylor Swift's writing about. But then I'm also going to talk about like, um, all the country music drama too. So it's been like kind of fun to do, to do all of it. And plus like Gigi Hadid obviously is pregnant from Zane, who used to be in One Direction and Yolanda Adams, who is her mom there. She is, nesting in Bucks County. Her mom, Yolanda, has a farm in Bucks County and that is where they've been this whole time. So they're like super close. I'm like, did you go to Wawa? Did you get some water ice at Rita's? Yeah, like are we gonna see them at Paoli General? Like where right. are they having this baby? Right, that's what I'm thinking. I have a feeling that they'll probably go back to New York and probably do Cedars, but I don't know, maybe not. I mean, maybe. All right, and then tell me about Taylor Swift. The thing that I always say about Taylor Swift is this. The only drama that she's ever in is the drama that is in her songs. Like, we know there was, like, the, the Swifty crew, and they go back and forth with boyfriends. But you really don't see her out late night in the Hamptons wasted, right? Yeah. Like, her, her drama is almost, like, self-generated. That's, I never, ever, ever looked at it like that. But you're, like a thousand percent right because it's true like she doesn't create drama in the sense where like she's a mess the drama yeah. is always in like the little pieces of easter eggs that she leaves us do you know what i mean like for instance yeah. she used to have those incredible fourth of july parties at her estate in rhode island and would invite all these celebrities but like then one person was here this year and then not this year. And I fell down the rabbit hole because I love celebrity gossip. What I did was I, on Friday, because the album dropped midnight on Friday. So like all of Friday, I went through all of her like celebrity friends to see which one she sent the cardigans to and which ones posted about the album. Cause okay, rewind, rewind. If people don't know about the cardigans, remember. Okay, give so, it to us. So she dropped Cardigan as her first single off the new album, Folklore. And she has merch, and it's this amazing, like, cable-knit cardigan with these stars on it. I'm totally going to order one because I love that. I love it. <laughs> um, but if, you, if you're a celebrity friend of hers, she sent them out in like this beautiful packaging with, there's a song called Invisible String. So it's like this really ornate string. And so I was really curious, like who she sent it to and then who posted about it and or who posted about her album in general. So like her and Selena Gomez have been friends since 2005 or something like that, but you really never see them together. But like Selena posted, didn't, didn't post about the cardigan, but posted about the album, how she's genius. Okay. So, so I was like, but Carly Kloss, who she was supposedly super BFFs with, nothing, posted nothing. What? Yep. So that, like, there's a lot of, people are like, yeah, there's a lot of drama there. Okay. So, but we, like, Carly Kloss, like, they got matching haircuts, like, right. they did the same bob. Like, Carly Kloss, if people don't know, she basically jeopardized her fashion career, basically trying to look like Taylor Swift with that bob. Didn't Correct. tell any of her clients and all that. So who else is a no-show besides Carly? 
So this is kind of interesting. So Anthony, who's from Queer Eye, who's like probably the most famous Queer Eye besides Jonathan Van Ness, he was at Taylor Swift's 30, 30th birthday party, like really close with Gigi Hadid. And Gigi posted about the album and, and Jonathan Van Ness posted himself in the cardigan, but nothing about the album from Anthony. Not a, not, a, not a story, not a cardigan, not a post, nothing. So that's surprising. So I was like, mm, that's interesting. Okay, so super quick little uh, side uh, shortcut. Did you know that they were filming uh, Queer Eye in Philadelphia when it was happening? Yeah, but it was really weird because it was like the most underwrapped secret on the planet. Like no one, even our friend Huey, who knows everything, Billy Chit Chat, like nobody, The I, I actually talked about, I do this like funny little thing on Instagram every morning called Coffee Under the Covers. <laughs> Oh, I've seen it. I, I, like, drink my coffee and, like, talk about random stuff. And so I talked about how, like, it was really weird that nobody posted about it. Like, we have friends that live in, you know, we live in the city. We're always out and about. And this one girl, she's actually a therapist, and her office is on the street. And she said she would see them once in a while. But they were, like, super, super, super particular about who was allowed down the street, who was allowed to see them. But, like, it was really weird that... Normally, when, when celebrities are in town, somebody takes a selfie with them. But like the and they were in every business. They're in, uh, I know. you know, hair salons, and I think they were in skirt. Like, Restaurants. What do you think they told these business owners to convince, like, you know, when you're on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, we know that your parents have to sign a, uh, an agreement. Your parents could lose their home. Like, there's a lot of motivation for, you know, these Bachelorette and Bachelor, you know, contestants. Yeah. and. You know, The Voice, I know that you've been on a reality show. There's no way they got business owners to sign these agreements, do you think? I think it's such amazing exposure for these businesses that they did it. Because my salon, I go to Salon Vanity, and they were one of the salons, and they didn't say anything until until it premiered. That's crazy. It's amazing, amazing exposure. I mean, it's one of the highest rated shows on Netflix. Is it? Yeah, but like Philly's such a small town. It's just crazy to me that like they weren't, excuse me, they weren't seen in any restaurants. I don't know. I was very disappointed by that. I felt like it was an amazing season and they did, the stories of the people were incredible, but I just felt like they didn't embrace Philly enough. I agree. In the sense of like they showed Philly in all of its glory, but they didn't like spend time here. I think they must have like come in, probably stayed for a couple of days, did a makeover, and then left. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Back to Taylor Swift. So, who else did not post? Okay, so Carly Kloss didn't post. Um, Cara Delevingne didn't post. Oh. Um, I'm trying to think who. Ed- Cara Delevingne, though, for me, is a little. So I have met her a couple times, you know, movie junkets and such. Yeah. And, and Margot Robbie, same yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. They're both, like, very, very smart women, gorgeous, but a little quirky. You know, like... Well, here's what's interesting. Of- All right, here's, like, some real tea, okay? Because yeah. I went down the Taylor Swift rabbit hole. So Cara Delevingne and Carly Kloss were part of the Taylor Swift squad, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... All these celebrities were posting about the album and about getting sent cardigans. And not only did Carly and Cara not post about the album, they posted a picture of each other (gasps) on that day and said, it's Leo season. 
Like, come oh, on. Oh, like they got left out, but they're going to be a new united front. Correct. Like, you can't tell me that that was a coincidence. Like, it was calculated. Yes. So I'm like real stupid with that stuff. All right. Then what about, you know, it's funny. I just had um, high school boys in my car. Just okay. so everyone knows, I'm recording this from my car because it's 113 <laughs> degrees. I'm driving my kids to camp. I, I called Nicole and I'm like, uh, I got to get gas because I have to be in the air conditioning. But the boys in my car, um, they were listening to old school Kanye. Okay. And of course, I was like, can we have a clean version of this, please? And they're right. like, there is no clean version. And then I was like, would you vote for Kanye for president? Wow. And of course, both of them were like, no. But side note, they would vote for Little Uzi Vert, which is a whole <laughs> other situation. But okay, is it true that, okay, so we know that Kanye has mental illness. Yeah. Um, is it true that he's not seeing Kim right now? Okay, so he hasn't seen Kim. He's been in Wyoming. And then he did this whole, you know, flew to South Carolina, tried to do this rally, flew back, sent all those crazy tweets. And then Kim, I thought, did let, – let me say this about the, about the Kardashian. I don't hate them by any means. I don't love them. I'm not like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed. But I don't hate them because I feel like people hate them for strange reasons. Like, they never did anything to you, right? Like, they're just living their life. And even if you think it's ridiculous, like – Try not to have hate in your heart, right? That's yeah. kind of how I feel about it. I feel that, like, they're amazing businesswomen and, you know, people are like, I hate them. It's like, why? What did they do to you? They didn't hook up with your boyfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, and and I, so they figured out how to be billionaires. If we could all figure out how to be billionaires, it would correct. be, we, you wouldn't hate, it's like, you know, when the one kid gets into Harvard and the whole neighborhood's like, well, he blah, 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 blah. Like, it's okay that they're rich and famous and living their best Kardashian life. Right. And as long as they're not hurting anybody. If they were hurting people and doing terrible things, then it's a totally other conversation. But they're just, like, making some skincare and, like, posting some pictures on Instagram. Like, whatever. You know what I mean? And yeah. one of my favorite quotes is, have you ever seen a hater doing better than you? <laughs> and, like, it's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's rare. It's very yeah. rare, you know? Um, so Kim did this, uh, the post where she, she was like, where she basically said like, I love my husband and you know, we have a family and mental illness is real and we're taking, it, we're trying to, you know, to get this under control and which I thought was like, it was so well done because I felt like she was very vulnerable. Like it wasn't too PR if that makes sense. That makes um, sense. And then supposedly over the weekend, like he kind of snapped out of it and then like freaked out and apologized to her. And mm. so I don't know. I mean, I think it's really tough. I think it's tough in the sense of like when, cause somebody had messaged me and they're like, well, she should um, lock him, you know, put up what's it called? Like a five Oh, or like put him on. Like, oh yeah. Have him a, a metal, um, mental illness arrested. It's like yeah. a 504 or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I said back and I said, listen, I'm like, it is so hard like, I don't know what it's like to be a multimillionaire, obviously, but like when you have that much money and you have access to that many ways to just jump on a private plane and fly wherever you want, it's different than if you live in Ambler and you're coming home to the same house every day. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a different world. They live in such a different world. Like they live and even like with celebrity breakups. Right. So I have, I have a friend who is an, was an assistant to a celebrity and when the celebrity and their boyfriend broke up, 
she was the one that like did all the communicating, like arranged to go to the house to pick up his stuff and like transfer stuff back and forth. We're like a normal person. When you break up, like you're the one that has to like show up at the apartment you shared at and move your stuff out and fight in the hallway and cry. When you're rich, you have so many people around you. You don't have to deal with that. You have your people to deal with that. So it's like a whole other level. And I think that's what people have a hard time with Kim and Kanye, where it's like, they're married, but it's also so much more of like, their businesses are all tied together and it's money and it's all this kind of stuff. And I do obviously think that she loves him. I don't know if like, he's ever gonna get better. I mean, it looks like sometimes he does really well and sometimes he doesn't, but supposedly over the weekend, he kind of like freaked out that he, he freaked out that he freaked out and apologized. Yeah. Well, I said to the kids in the car, we were talking, I don't know, the other day when all this was happening, you know, my daughter's on TikTok, so she knows everything. Right. Um, right. But uh, so she was like, she kind of knows a little bit about it. And I said, like, imagine that's someone's daddy, you know, like right. at the end of the right. day, Kanye and Kim have kids now and, you know, no one wants their mommy or daddy to be sick. I hate to be like dragging in the mommy daddy, but it, it really is right. like, you know, I even know like, Sometimes I'll have a beer and, you know, we've talked to our kids about drinking and all that. And, you know, I'll say something and, and my kids will be like, mommy, are you drunk? And I'm like, no, I just had a beer. But, yeah. you know, I, I think that like kids are, and their kids are tiny, obviously, right. but they're, they have to be aware when mom, right now, mommy and daddy are home all the time. Right. So if, if daddy's not home, you know, if he has to go get treatment or if he is, you know, flying to South Carolina to be the president, you know, I'm sure North is on TikTok. Or right. some of those Kardashian cousins. Yeah. So th yeah. that that's what sucks is like they it's aside from like the money and the assistance, like they can't run away from it. Like if you know if you and Joe have a fight in your room, no one's gonna know about it, right? right. But like Kanye and Kim have this interweb of as you say businesses and people and everyone. People are gonna know what the hell's yeah. going on. Yeah. And I think that that's what happened. I think people started to see that Kanye was starting to like lose it and then it kind of all came out you know and then you have to like think about the people that you're around and are they gonna keep your secrets and who's gonna tell what and who's gonna do this but like I think that that's such a good way to look at it where it's like at the end of the day like it is somebody's parent and even though it's hard to relate to their reality you don't want necessarily anything bad as a human you don't want anything bad to happen yeah. if it works out like just because they have money you should you shouldn't want something bad to happen to them, you know? I agree. I so, agree. Yeah. So tell me, who is the celebrity? So my daughter's on TikTok, so she's all about Charlie D'Amelio. So okay. TikTok is what to you? So I think it's amazing that they're like, there's recipes, there's cleaning ideas, there's makeup tips, there's hairstyles, there's amazing psychiatrists and psychologists that talk about you know, different tricks to use when you're negotiating your salaries, you know, obviously like there's stuff about dating and relationships, celebrities, like there really is an amazing amount of content on TikTok. It's not just dancing. You know what I mean? Well, like they say it's going to be the new YouTube. Right. And it makes, well, the funny thing about TikTok, it's basically like Vine. Do you remember Vine? Yeah, of course. And Twitter owned Vine. And it was more like, pranks and stuff and obviously you know I don't think Vine had like the recipe content or like the makeup tutorials or stuff like that where TikTok has all of that and more and so I find myself being like 
Oh, well, this is, a, I mean, there's like so many ideas that I got from TikTok that I'm like, I've made this egg sandwich from TikTok. I made this like sugar-free banana pudding that I saw on TikTok. <laughs> like so much stuff. And then obviously like the dances are fun and like all that kind of stuff. But like, yeah, there's a lot of really, and then there's like the funny bits about Philly and like, yes, you know what I mean? Like Pennsylvania girl or Philly girl. Yeah. Or girl. Yeah. yeah. And just like funny, stuff, like I did the one where it's like, I'll have to send it to you, but it's basically like all the TikTok stars, like, cause they're all like 17, 18. And I'm like how I thought I looked in my high school graduation picture. And it's like, Lol. and then it goes, rah, rah. and it's like me with these like short bangs and like a Nike t-shirt. Yes. No, they've got it going on. All right. So who is the celebrity that we don't know about that you think we should be learning more about? Is there someone either in country world or in Gigi Hadid land that you are surprised more people aren't talking about? Ooh, <laughs> that's a good, that's a good question. Um, so let me talk, let me think of who I'm kind of like obsessed with. Um, cause like, here's the thing, you know, I just started in country radio a year and a half ago. Right. So obviously I knew like Tim and Faith and Thomas Red and, but I didn't know Chris Young. I didn't know Kane Brown. I didn't know, Harley Pierce and Michael Ray. I didn't know Luke Combs and like these people I've become obsessed with over the last year and a half. And so to me, I think that like finding new people to just like kind of get to know and, and follow. And I am really obsessed with Kane Brown. Like I love his music. His daughter is so cute. And his wife, Caitlin is from Westchester. Which oh is, yeah which is like amazing that he has this like local connection and her parents still live there. And it's really funny because like sometimes I'll be talking or like they'll play the song on X to you and his like mother-in-law will video it and like text it to him. Like that is adorable. It's so cute. And he like blew up over the last year. Um, Morgan Wallen is really awesome in country. Um, in regards to like other people, um, that I'm following, I don't know. Oh, so who I've kind of got obsessed with is the, did you watch the show normal people on Hulu? Nope. So normal people on Hulu, it's basically like your typical, like they, these two people meet in high school and they follow like six years of their like on again, off again, love story. And okay. Paul Mescal who plays Connell, who's the lead, like, 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 let me like, Oh my God, he has this chain and like, it's a very, you can't watch it with, you can't watch it with the kids, right? Like you have to wait till the kids oh, come yeah. and then you watch it. Um, but it's so good. So like, I'm really like kind of obsessed with Paul Mescal right now. Um, I don't know. Did like, you do any Joe Exotic? Did you go Joe Exotic in the beginning of quarantine? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Of course I watched that, you know, Carol Baskin, like the whole thing, but doesn't that feel like it was three years ago? Isn't that amazing? And the thing is, is like, we, I always say like, for me, I never watch TV. I know it's crazy. I'm on TV, but I never watch TV because I go home. I pretend to work out, but really I'm looking at, you know, your Instagram videos and then I have to drive these kids around and then yeah, I pretend to, you know, do food, all that. So uh, my daughter and I, we watch a lot of reality TV. So we watch like, you know, um, World of Dance with J-Lo, my hero. Yeah. We watch, you know, all the, the shows on Fox, Mass Singer. But I never have time to do like, you know, Game of Thrones or any of that stuff. 
But let me tell you something. The first day of uh, quarantine, you know, like real deal quarantine, yeah. it was a Saturday and it rained. And I watched that Joe Exotic. For, like, I started at seven o'clock in the morning. I was done by like, you know, one in the afternoon. Yeah. And growing up in Florida, like I've been to places like that. Not exactly, you know, I want to say that like there's gator places and tiger places and all those kinds of places. So I knew though those people existed, but I didn't know about, you know, the, you know, the, uh, the whole thing about his lifestyle, you know, his like sexual preferences and the glitter and the video, the video production team alone that he had following him day in and day out, tiger in tiger out to me that was like who has that kind of cash well what was fascinating to me about that whole series was that it was something i never knew existed like who right. knew that like big cats was like an actual like thing where there's this like community of like big cat collectors and they like all know each other and they like have these like fake zoos with these tigers and that like the United States has more big cats than Africa where they're actually from. Excuse me. Like I was just blown away by how different it was. Like it wasn't your stereotypical show of like a murder, like the guy murdered his wife or like she was having, you know what I mean? It was, yeah, it, it was so different and strange and like amazing. And it was the fact that like you, you and I work in entertainment we know what it takes to like have a character and like, you know, a lot of stuff is kind of made up even with reality TV, people exaggerate their personalities. Like that was actually him. And the fact that like sometimes real life is better than, you know, Hollywood that like, yes, I who did the documentary was like, I was going to do a bit. I was going to do a documentary on like snakes and I discovered this guy and was like, oh, this is better than I could have ever imagined. I mean, the girl gets her arm chopped off and goes back to work and no one is like, yeah, like she didn't get like a free lunch that day. Right. She didn't get a, a better parking spot that day. I mean, it was like, like a cult. It was like a cult. And then yeah. the fact that all of the celebrities were into it, like David Spade, you know, love him, hate him. I kind of love him. I do wish we could have had maybe like a 2020 investigation yeah. or some kind of like Fox News investigation because I don't think David Spade was the guy that right. needed to go investigate right. the court. And the fa- again, and he's running for president. Like, who isn't running for president at this point? Like, are you going to run for president? Is like, tell me, I don't know. Well, you know what? A funny story about being about being president. I'll make it really, really fast. But I grew up near the Poconos. I went to Catholic school my whole life. And in eighth grade, like the big newspaper is the morning call, which was like the the paper around Lehigh Valley. So when the morning call did a story um, on Our Lady of the Valley, it was a big deal. So they used to go to all elementary schools, right? And they would ask them a question. And if you, your question was good enough, you would be featured. So they picked us. And this was in 1994, Our Lady of the Valley Elementary School. They asked everybody in the class. There were, you know, I went from kindergarten to eighth grade, same school, same kids. There was like 25 kids the whole time. And they asked, if you were to remember in the history books, what would it be and why? And I said, I want to be the first female president. Nice. Like, how bold was I? And I was like, wow. Like, it's amazing that like at that time that like I, you know, I was in like sixth grade in this Catholic school in Lansford, Pennsylvania. So. You never know. <laughs> I think you could be a really great president. And I think, 
that you care about people. See, that's the thing. Like the thing that, you know, wherever you are politically, the thing that people I think loved about the images that we got from Barack Obama was that he was always like interested in the other person. Right. And I think with president Trump, again, we're not going to go political here, but I think he's so interested in himself Yes, that I do think whoever's going to be the next president, you know, if, if Donald Trump wins, he wins, you know, and, and Joe Biden, you know, whoever, but I really want someone who's like, you know, asking questions about what it is, like, what do you want on your cheeseburger? You know, what do you want with your healthcare or system? Just, I like, need- just like you matter. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't know what it's like to be you, right? Like, I don't know what it's like to grow up in South Carolina or Nebraska or Portland, Oregon. What has your life been like? Like, what does America mean to you? That's to me, like, what I feel like it needs to be more of. You know what I mean? Like, getting to know, like, I don't know what it's like. I grew up in the Poconos. Like, it, I had a completely different experience than so many of my friends. So it's like, who? what's America to you? How? What has it been like for you? Tell me about your childhood. Tell me what it's been like working, you know? And, and I feel like that, we need more of that in all of politics. Yes. Okay. So Gigi Hadid, is it a boy or a girl? Do we know? It's a girl. What? Yes. She's having a little girl. Yeah. And, um, they haven't said anything about names, obviously. No. And like, you know, her and Zane, they were together, then they broke up. And then she was dating Tyler Cameron from The Bachelorette, who like, I love, like, I like had to rewatch his season because I fell in love with him. And then the rumor is, is that her people were like, you need somebody more high profile. Really? And that's the rumor. I think that she just always loved Zane and like broke it off with Tyler. Cause I want Tyler to be with Hannah like that. They should, she should yes. him. like, and then his mom passed away. Now they're on their own journeys. And like, but I love them together. Just like I love Drake and Rihanna together. But I think that Gigi would like really love Zane. And I think he, ne- she, he needed to get a little bit of his, his shit together. Can I say that bleep? Um, and yeah. then he, and then I think that they got back together and I don't know if it was planned to have the baby. I mean, they're still pretty, well, I think he's 28 and she's 25. So like, you know, I mean, I guess they're not, I mean, and they're rich, so they'll, they'll be able to right. have help. Um, so do you want, because you just mentioned it, do you want Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez to get back together? So like, I loved them together, like loved, love, love them. But I just feel like it was so toxic for both of them because, and not on purpose, right? I just feel that like when they got together, it was because they were both so famous and they really relied on each other to go through that time of their life when they were 18, 19, 20 years old. Um, But unfortunately, that's a really hard time in anyone's life, let alone being super rich and super famous. I mean, I've interviewed Justin Bieber a million times. I saw what he was able to get away with and like what his people would do because they knew if he's famous, we're famous. And if he makes money, we make money. Right. People forget that. And they were always really hard on him. I'm like, he was this super, super young kid with extremely young parents. I might add his parents were 16 and 17 when they had him, they were children. So when you see child stars, the only ones who really ever make it are ones that have parents that are really present and that their parents really get it. Like obviously Taylor Swift's parents, Justin Timberlake's parents, 
most parents get so wrapped up in the fame, it's really hard to navigate your child's life and your life and all that stuff. And so I love Selena and Justin together. And, you know, maybe when they're 40, they went through therapy, they went through life and they, they reunite. I would love that because I think they shared so much. But he does seem to be doing a lot better with Haley. He seems that like he's healing and he's really going to therapy and he's talking about his struggles. And I think, and obviously same for Selena. Do you know what I mean? Like she's really yeah. taking time to work on herself and go away from the book eye. So I love them together, but I want them to be like healthy, if that makes sense. So who does Miley Cyrus end up with? Okay. So that's a whole crazy thing. Like I cannot <laughs> believe about like, I, I don't, and no one really knows what happened there. Like a lot of times with celebrity relationships, there's like some kind of information, but no one really knows what happened with her and Liam. It's like, they were head over heels in love. They broke up, they got back together, they were married and then bam, it's over. And now she's with Cody Simpson. Now, Cody Simpson, did you know that Cody Simpson used to date Gigi Hadid? What? When Cody Simpson was a pop star, he used to come in when I was Nick the Web Chick on Q102. He would yeah. come in all the time. Before Gigi Hadid was Gigi Hadid, they dated when he was more famous than she was. They were like first boyfriend, girlfriend. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. All right. And then are we going to free Britney? Is Britney ever going to be let go of this parental conservatorship? Okay. If, if, you, guys are, if you guys are listening, basically when they shut Britney down, I don't know, in early 2000, 2007. he's still, they're still, dad is still in charge, right? Correct. Right? So I will say that I, did you see her brother just did a podcast interview? She has, no. an, she has an older brother, Brian, who's kind of like stayed out of the limelight and is like super normal and lives in Louisiana and is married and has kids. And he did a podcast and he was like, it's been a really great thing for our family. And I went down the rabbit hole because I personally think that when she had the breakdown, she's never really recovered from that. That what, how she is now is actually way better than she could have ever been, if that makes sense. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That she could have been, God forbid, Amy Winehouse, right? Like, or Brittany Murphy, like, or Mac Miller. Like, I really think that her parents stepping in saved her life. And even though she still seems a little kooky when you watch her on the socials, I do think that that's her at her best. And I, you know, and I think that her whole team has worked really hard over the course of the last 10, 12 years to help her and like, let her have some kind of freedom. Like, obviously she only has her kids 30% of the time, which means that like, she's probably not really capable of, of taking care. Cause I went back like about two weeks ago when this whole Britney thing was happening. Like I went yeah. back to the Britney timeline and now, I mean, when that was always, when that was happening, you know, I was like 25. I didn't really get it. Like I didn't really know about postpartum depression. Like she was definitely suffering from postpartum. Like yeah. she definitely had a psychotic break and she had two kids within two years. Like it was a lot, but you remember that when I went back and remember the stories of like, where she almost dropped the kid and then she was driving the one son on the lap without the, remember that? Like it was a lot. It was a lot. And I was like, wow, she was really, really, really sick. And the fact that she's like, was still able to like do her Vegas residency and kind of like thrive, thrive in a sense. Yeah. Like 
I actually think it was a good thing. Obviously, we don't know the, the, the ins and outs, but, like, the fact that she's, like, still kind of working, I feel like is a good thing compared to, like, what could have happened if she never got held. That's fair. All right. I could talk to you for 47 I hours. I know. And I do I think we're going to have to maybe do this once a month. Absolutely. I love a good catch-up. Um, tell everyone where they can find you on social. Okay. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. It's Nicole <laughs> is Nick. So <laughs> N-I-C-O-L-E is N-I-K because a lot of people know me as Nick the Web Chick. I'm Nick, but my real name is Nicole and that's what I go. Uh, and then I'm on 92.5 XTU. So every um, Monday through Friday, three to seven, playing your favorite country songs with all, I mean, all the country dudes are so hot. Like it's so fun. They are hot. And then once the line dancing thing, once we can go to a bar and do line dancing, I'm bringing all of my moms in a van we're, we're going to come and do the line in dancing. Fact, that was the last time I think that we may have hung out was when we did the Alshon Jeffrey event at Saks. Yes! And that was like in November. And we talked about going to Prospectors and it was so fun. And then it was, it was Christmas, January. And then COVID. And then COVID. So absolutely, that. because that is like, it will be, it's so fun. And the cool thing about that is it's all ages, all genders, all races like it's like a whole big and everybody's just having fun and twirling and yeehawing and like it's so fun so, i love you all right love you too thank you so much all this right fun this is jen frederick i'm america's best friend that's nicole and should we give him one yeehaw to go yeah yeehaw This is a Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Aside from cheese, you definitely want to select some nice meats. You can go all out and get crazy, but if you're on a budget, I recommend just sticking to three different types of meats. Maybe a nice prosciutto, some sort of a pepperoni or a salami. And then there's, of course, you know, when you go to your local market, you can find a lot of different meats that will work out for you guys. I've even seen people use like slices of roast beef. Anything that you want is going to work. And again, you don't have to break the bank to build a beautiful charcuterie board. I recommend sticking to three different types of cheeses, three different types of meats, one type of a fruit, whatever's in season. You could use dried fruits such as cherries, apricots, cranberries, or you could do fresh fruits such as blueberries or strawberries always work really nice. Of course, grapes are nice. I also like to add some nuts to my charcuterie board. Pistachios right now are kind of something I'm always snacking on, so I usually will use pistachios. You could use candied almonds or just regular almonds. Maybe add some sort of a honey. It's beautiful if you can get the honey with the honeycomb still in it. It really makes your charcuterie board pop. Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.